the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, the Columbus teachers are likely to be back in the classroom on Monday. They have a tentative agreement with the Columbus Board of Education. Uh, No details released, so uh, we are forced to swallow the malarkey that uh, air conditioning and uh, other things were the sticking point in the three-day strike. Uh, I believe firmly that the proof, once the terms are announced, will prove to be money-related. Uh, the board has not talked about, uh, excuse me, the uh, teachers have not made much public comment about their desire for higher wages. Their wages are already higher than most teachers in the state of Ohio and decidedly higher than most teachers around the state of Ohio. But they'll no doubt uh, get some really good perks out of this deal that they will likely ratify because their leadership says it's okay. Uh, the class sizes will be reduced. The uh, paid leave will increase. There will be new union dues-paying staff hired. But make no mistake, it will ultimately prove to be about the money. That is where we begin a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. And education's in the spotlight in our other major story today because Joe Biden has indeed forgiven $10,000 of student debt for many borrowers and uh, $20,000 of student debt if you received a Pell Grant, and that is part of your debt. So uh, I would like to know how you feel about that. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989, the very possibility of student debt being forgiven. Yesterday uh, sparked a barrage of phone calls here. I don't think anybody was in favor of it. And this is clearly a naked power grab, a vote-buying effort by Joe Biden to try to win to his side, the young voters who have college debt, make no mistake, there are many people across all age spectrums who have college debt, told you yesterday that in Ohio, where there are one and three quarter million people with more than $65 billion in collective college debt, that 20% of those people still paying student loans are over the age of 50. So it's not just older people, middle-aged people, who are paying the debt. But a lot of young people obviously have debt because, you know, if they are still in school or they're barely starting their professional career, they haven't made enough money yet to repay their debt. And now the clear signal being sent is you don't have to honor your commitment. Now let me just say, this this is a tough situation for people who intended to honor their commitment. And now we'll look around them and see a bunch of people who had no intention to honor their commitment, and those people are not going to pay off their loan. Now, I'm open to your 
input on what is the right move. Uh, my experience with this kind of thing is back during the subprime mor- mortgage crisis, there were a lot of people who were upside down on their houses. And you could do two things. You could continue to pay on an upside-down loan, pay on a house that was not worth what you owed on it, or you could just hand your keys to the bank and say, you value the house at $200, uh, I owe you know, way more than that. Here, just take the house. Now, did you not honor your commitment? Sure, you signed the mortgage papers. But did things change in terms of what the house valuation was because of economic circumstances? Yeah, they did. And I know people who fought the feeling for a long, long time that they were being dishonest, that they were going back on their word by not continuing to pay their mortgage. Ultimately, they realized it was a fool's errand to pay more for a home than they could ever get out of the home by selling it. So I applaud you if you have the conviction, courage of your convictions that you want to keep paying on your student loans. But I do think that there's an argument to be made, and I'll allow you guys to make it, uh, if you say, well, I'd be an idiot to pay $10,000 more than I have to, which probably would be a lot more than that with interest, when other people aren't going to do it. Because if those people had no intention of doing it and they're being rewarded, you will fall further behind them economically if you continue to pay. And my guess is the people who have no intention to pay are among the elites, either not just financially, but in terms of their uh, elite perceived superiority over you. So why would you give them a further advantage in what they already think to be true? 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Pete in Plain City has a thought. Hello, Pete. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. First of all, I want to say I love your show. I think it's awesome. Thank you very much. I'm I'm very concerned that a president can just unilaterally waive people's debt. Yeah. I mean, what's next? At every election time, they're going to (laughs) say, oh, all gun owners get $5,000 for this. I mean... There's no law. There's no legislation. No. The president can just cancel people's debts. This is extremely dangerous, and I don't hear anybody talking about that aspect of it. Yeah, uh, your points are well made, and there are so many different tentacles to this, Pete. Uh, first of all, I firmly believe he cannot do this legally, constitutionally. Uh, and I believe there will be a class action lawsuit that will be filed by people who did pay their student loans off and will not stand for this clear attempt to buy votes. Why not forgive mortgage loans? Why not forgive car loans? Why not forgive home improvement loans? Why student loans? And here's the other part of that. If you uh, argue, and they do argue, that uh, people who borrowed got a bad deal. Uh, They they talk about, well, you know, there are 60% of people who have student debt didn't get a college degree. Okay, that's a number meant to absolve people who didn't get a college degree that they were somehow cheated. So let's keep going down that rabbit hole. If they were cheated, which that's a clear insinuation that the colleges cheated them out of a degree, why aren't we penalizing the colleges for doing that? 
Why aren't we why aren't we looking into the colleges? Why didn't these people get a degree? Now, I don't believe that the colleges cheated them out of a degree because I think the colleges would have been more than welcome for them, willing for them to stay on campus and incur more debt and get, in many cases, a useless degree. Because that perpetuates the college system. So there's I know this is a very out of vogue concept. Personal responsibility. If you went to college and didn't get a degree. Now, there are some people who went to college, intended to get a degree. Mom died. Dad died. They had to go home, work in the family business. They had to take care of something at home. I fully understand that. Everything I say today is spoken in generalities. Your personal case can certainly divert from the generalities that I voice. But look, is anybody being, if you're kicked off a college campus, it's probably because your behavior got you kicked off a college campus. And it's not like you couldn't go to another college campus and pursue your degree. So I don't have a great deal of sympathy for people who went to college and decided, no, nah, it's not for me. I'm not going to get a degree. Okay. You still signed the agreement. That's one aspect of this. The other aspect of this is, and Pete touched on this, if the president can just cancel this away, what is the overall moral lesson we are ingraining? The overall moral lesson we are ingraining is that a man's signature word means nothing. A man's signature means nothing. Used to be, you do it. I have some other uh, entities that I'm involved with in order to try to make a living in this uh, post-COVID economy. And we do business on a handshake because my handshake and the people that I work with handshake means something. If you tell us something and we tell you something and we shake on it, That's the way it will be. Not only now by canceling student debt are we saying that a handshake means nothing. We're saying that your signature means nothing. Your promise means nothing. Your honor means nothing. Chris in Reynoldsburg next on the Bruce Woolley Show. Hi, Chris. Hello, Bruce. $10,000. Everybody's screaming that this is going to cancel student debt. It's $10,000. And as an example... My daughter is about nine months away from graduating from veterinary college. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about her student debt yet. Now, luckily for her, she is in a prime position to get a very, very high-paying job right out of school, and the student debt won't be a problem. But her student debt has got to be somewhere in the neighborhood of a quarter million dollars. What's $10,000 mean? Well, here's the thing. I I mean, I'm... Are you saying that it's insignificant, it's not enough? Because what $10,000 means to the general overall American economy is you multiply it by the number of borrowers, and now you're talking about between 400 and $600 billion. Right. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm going to also go way out on a limb and say my daughter is probably atypical with her student loan debt. But still, in her particular case, $10,000 means virtually nothing. Yeah, true. I, I get that. Uh, I, you know, I... But did she? She was not on. She was definitely aware she was accruing six figures of debt. Correct. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and absolutely prepared to pay it back. There you go. There you go, Chris. I'm going to put you on hold. We're up against a hard break, but that is the key. Honor your commitments. You can listen to The Bruce Hooley Show when it's not airing live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. All you need to do is go to 989theanswer.com or theanswerdayton.com. 
Click on Listen and then Podcasts and page down the national guys. Of course, get top billing on the website. you gotta, you got to look for mine, but it's there, and it's podcast by segments. Producer Pam does a nice job, takes all the uh, ads out, so you can listen to a solid 20, 22 minutes of content per half hour of radio time. Perfect for a walk around the neighborhood or a workout or the like. And you can also leave us a message after hours with your very own voice at 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Make sure your message is uh, intolerant of leftism, wokeism, and progressivism, and it will fit right in. It will fit right in here on the show because I am completely intolerant of leftism, wokeism, and progressivism. So there are many levels for me to hate Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness. Many, many levels to hate it. First of all, what is the future of a country? What is the future of a country where promising to do something means nothing? Where you sign an agreement with the terms clearly disclosed. If you didn't read them, if you didn't understand them, that's a you problem, not a me problem. What is the future of a country where we don't have to honor our commitments? I don't think it has much future at all. Uh, Also, what does it say about how we have stewarded the country we've been given by those who fought for our country, won our freedom with their own personal displays of valor, courage, and sacrifice. What does it say about that? We have faced down through our history uh, significant threats to our freedom and liberty. And we have defeated those threats to this point by sacrificing what we wanted in the short term for what we hope to attain or preserve in the long term. I think back to my father's generation. The concept today would be laughable that people would actually not enjoy all the perks of life in America, that you would uh, table your desire for sugar, gas, new tires, rubber, materials, because those materials would be needed in a war effort to preserve our freedom and liberty. And that would not happen today. We do not have an attitude of gratitude and sacrifice. We have an attitude of comparison and envy. And so the freedom that was preserved for us by those men and women who fought or worked in factories or pulled together In World War II, uh, we do not steward well when we say, oh, you took out a student loan to get a college degree. You knew what the student loan was about, either in specifics or in generalities, that you were going to have to, after getting out of college with your degree, pay back that loan. And now you don't have to. You don't have to because the president of the United States is so lustful to continue his power that he's willing to do what I thought was illegal. I thought buying votes was illegal. Then again, you know, I mean, I guess if you got into office because certain charitable organizations paid people to stuff ballot boxes documented in the movie 2000 Mules, 
then maybe you think, well, this is how I got here, so I better do it again if I want to stay here. It also underscores one of our chief weaknesses in our culture today. This uh, rampant self-absorption that we have, that what I want, what inconveniences me, is the most important thing, and that anything that happens to me is unfair. I owe money? Well, that's unfair that I owe money, because I thought I'd get out and I'd get a job that paid me enough to pay that loan off quickly. Seemed like a good idea at the time. It's not fun to have to give a big chunk of my income every month to pay off my loan. I'm tired of doing that. It feels like a hopeless, endless endeavor. I'll just give up. And I'll be rewarded for giving up. I mean, I haven't had to make a payment for three years, so now to expect me to pay seems unfair to me. Uh, And this is glorified and affirmed. On the left, they, not just in student loan forgiveness, they tell their acolytes every single day that personal responsibility and accountability are blatantly unfair. They're uh, racist. They're something phobic, right? You're not responsible. You're not responsible. Where else do we see this? How about the abortion rights movement? You made a decision to sleep with somebody, to get pregnant. You got pregnant, but it's inconvenient to be pregnant, so let's kill the baby. How about in crime? You steal a car. They let you out right away. You steal another car. They let you out right away. The whole woke prosecutor movement in our country, in San Francisco, in L.A., in Philadelphia, everywhere, the whole progressive prosecutor phenomenon in our country fed by political contributions from George Soros is about diminishing consequences for crime, for erasing personal responsibility. So in a culture where people get violent over defending their right to kill a baby, where people think that you commit a crime, it's because, what, circumstances, something floating out there in the ether, how you were raised 20 years ago, something's responsible. You aren't responsible. Why should we be surprised? Why should we be surprised that the executive in charge of that party, the guy who, theoretically at least, when people aren't pulling the puppet strings up the back of his sport coat, when he's the one who's in charge of enacting positions that uphold their values, or lack of values, as it were, why should we be surprised that he moves from advocating for abortion, advocating for an open border, advocating for light sentences for criminality? Why should we be surprised that he would say, "Mm, you owe money? Don't worry. Uncle Joe's here. I'll forgive it. You don't have to pay it back. That would be unfair. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.